What was the Holocaust? Chapter 6 in the Ghetto. For Hitler, a new problem came with these victories. There were many Jews in the countries he invaded. Poland had 3.3 million Jewish people. What could be done with them? Hitler decided to force Jews to live in separate areas of cities and towns. Just for months after he put the Polish invasion, the first ghettos were created. Before the wars ended, before the wars end, there were at least a thousand ghettos. There were at least a thousand ghettos in German-occupied countries. The term ghetto goes back to goes back centuries. In the past, it had meant the part of city where Jews were forced to live. During the Third Reich, the ghettos set up by the Nazi by the Nazis were always in the poorest part of the town and never large enough for all Jews living in them. The Warsaw Ghetto took up only 16 city blocks, yet at one point it housed almost half a million people. Even so, at first many Jews thought ghettos weren't such a bad idea. They hoped it might be better than to have in their own little area, free from Nazi attacks. They proved not to be that proved not to be true. The first and biggest ghettos were in Poland, in Lodz and Warsaw. Ghettos were later set up across Eastern Europe. Thousands and thousands of Jews from across the right were sent to the larger ones. From ghettos were small towns and with roads closed off. Others were walled up, walled in space in the cities. Non-Jews had to move out. Jews had to move in. Jewish councils were were selected for running the day-to-day business of the ghettos. The mayor of one town described families moving into the ghetto, trudging silently through the snow. He He wrote, there was a vast crowd of wandering people. They aged, the aged were helped, helped by children, their women with infants in their arms, all had bundles, blankets, clothing, rags. Once all the Jews were inside, the ghetto was sealed. It closed off from the world. It was closed off from the world with high walls, barbed iron, and guarded gates, except except for a few Jewish workers, those carting garbage or digging ditches, for instance. No one was allowed to leave. The penalty for escape was death. If you went too close to the fence, you just got shot. One survivor explained. The Jews were cut off in the other ways too. Printing presses, radios, and telephones were taken away. They couldn't learn what was going on in the world out in the outside world or tell anyone about their plight. 
In the beginning, many residents still had money and food. They tried to make ghetto life seem as normal as possible. For instance, cafes opened in the Warsaw ghetto, watchmakers and tailors set up shops. Children went to school, but at the as time wore on, life got worse. There were Nazi-run factories on the lots of the Warsaw Ghetto where Jews were forced to make guns and uniforms for Hitler's troops. Schools were closed. No students had to meet in secret. Uh, no students had to meet in secret. If Nazi official appeared, if Nazi officials appeared, the boys and girls quickly hid their books. At any time, Nazis could come into the ghetto and seize men off the streets. They make them build roads or new concentration camps. And sometimes the men wouldn't come back and ended. they ended up in prison camps and they helped build. Fuel and food became scarce. At one point in the Warsaw Ghetto, Nazis limited Jews to 180 calories worth of food each day. That's about the same number of calories in one as in one bowl of cereal. Over one time, more and more Jews were brought to the Warsaw Ghetto from Berlin, from Vienna from Vienna from every corner of the Third Reich. With little heat, food, or running water, people began to die. By spring by spring of 1941, between five and 6,000 people were dying each month. In the Warsaw Ghetto, carts collected bodies from the streets every morning. How could people hope to survive? Some planted vegetable gardens, some smuggled food, Small children who could squeeze through cracks in the wall others would wait for Nazi guards to turn away when then they'd race through the gate gate to the outside world there they'd exchange money or goods for food they'd hide the bread or potatoes in their clothes. When it seemed safe, they'd hurry back into the ghetto. Smuggling was from the uh, was a form of resistance. Resistance meant standing up to the Nazis, fighting back, fighting back. Resistance groups sprang up in many ghettos. In the Warsaw and Lodz ghettos, young men and women traveled back and forth through the through underground sewer tunnels to spread the news of what was happening. It seemed no one cared what was being done for, to the Jews. For children, ghetto life was especially harsh. There were no parks, no streets. Every day they were hungry. Every day they lived in fear. What would a mother, father or mother or sister or brother be taken away? People struggle to hold on to their religion and take strength from it. When one boy in Lodz named 
Kayim turned 13, his parents celebrated with a bar mitzvah, an important Jewish ceremony. They gave him half a loaf of bread as a present. I couldn't even imagine for how long they saved it for themselves. He said later, he said later, he cried, I couldn't even imagine, he said later, he cried as he ate.